Welcome to the Encouraging Words for Wives podcast, where we focus on talking about all the real things within a marriage that no one likes to talk about and all of the small decisions that we need to make to be the best version of ourselves to enhance our marriages by following biblical teaching. I'm your host, Simone Phillips from London. For more information, visit our website, www.encouragingwordsforwives.com. I'm not claiming to be an expert. I'm just a woman that's been through some stuff and wanted to create a platform to encourage our wives out there. Welcome to episode 11. I say it every week, but I actually mean it. I can't believe I'm 11 episodes in. I can't believe it. We give God all the glory. Honestly, we give him all the glory. We give him all the praise. Ah, so today, oh my gosh. So today, right, today is a deep one. It's actually a deep one. Today, I want to focus and discuss how our words have power. And I'm going to change it up this week. Usually I do the scripture of the week last, but today I'm going to switch it up and do it at the beginning. So the scripture of the week is from Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. I hope I pronounced that right because my pronunciation is shocking, but I'm sure you catch my drift. Anyway, it says the tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruits. And I love that scripture and it's so fitting for today's topic about the power of our words. And in terms of what that scripture means to me, it means that we really need to be careful about the words we say because they truly have power and they will produce a life and obviously they they produce death as well. Going into a bit more detail, in certain situations... We have, God has given us the power and authority to speak into certain situations. So if there's a dead situation, we can speak life into it. We can speak life into it and we will see it flourish. But also we have to be careful about not speaking negative words, even negative words, having negative thoughts, but speaking negative about someone or even about ourselves. Because again, that has power too. And it just reminds me actually of plants. And it just reminds me of those who are plant lovers and they speak to their plants because they want to see it flourish. They want to see it grow. They want to see their plants blossom. And a lot of plant keepers that are really into their plants, they speak to their plants. You probably even might be one yourselves, but you do. if you are them, it'll be interesting to hear why you speak to your plants. But plant lovers, they they do. They speak to their plants. And also it reminds me of when Jesus was with his disciples and he saw a fig tree from a distance. And from a distance, it looked beautiful. It looked full. It looked great. It looked so appetizing. But then when he went up closely, there was no fruit on the tree. It was just full of leaves. So it was quite deceitful. It was deceiving. And Jesus cursed the fig tree. And then the next day, the fig tree had withered away. And then after this, Jesus talks about the fact that we have to have faith. Do we not have faith? So if you 
get a chance, definitely read it. It's in the book of Matthew. I can't remember this chapter at the top of my head, but it is the the book of Matthew. And when I think of that story, I think, wow, like Jesus had that authority and spoke deaf over the fig tree. And the next day it was withered. Like, wow, that is... That it's just like mind blowing. It is actually mind blowing. And I say all of that to say, even when it comes to ourselves as wives, as women, as human beings, we have to be careful about the words that we are, we are telling ourselves. As human beings, as women, as wives, men, whoever you are listening in, you have to speak life into yourself. Speak positive words. You know, there's a lot of people this new age at the moment, they do positive affirmations. And I personally, I agree with it. But I do biblical affirmations because I think it's important. Why? Because our word, our Bible just told us that our words have life and death. So this is why it's important for us to speak life over ourselves. Number one, speak life over yourself. When you wake up in the morning and please and I always say this, I'm not an expert and I also am actively need to add this into my daily routine as well. But there was a point within my journey when I was, I keep referring back to my pruning stage, but when I was going through my journey where I had to speak life into myself, I had to, I had no choice because the enemy was battering me with whispering in my ears, you're worthless, you're nothing, what are you even doing, why are you on this earth for, you might as well not be here, the world would be a better place if you wasn't even around, the enemy will whisper, not even whisper, no, the enemy will shout, the enemy will shout and we have to, nope, be able to distinguish between this is the enemy. This is a negative feeling. This is the, definitely the enemy. I need to speak life into myself. I, no, we're not going to foster those thoughts. We're not going to make those thoughts manifest. Nope. We need to take control. And as believers, as human beings, we have to take control. Take control of your mind. Take control of your thoughts. Take control of what the, th the things that are coming out of your mouth. What are you saying to yourself? What are the negative things that you are believing? Take that away and flip it. In the morning, say to yourself, I am blessed because you are. I am beautiful because you are. You are bold. Why? Because you are. You are great. You are intelligent. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Why? Because God, our father, is the one that created us. And if he is the master of all things, of course you're fearfully beautiful and wonderfully made. Of course you are. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. Once you start saying those things, and there's so many verses and scriptures where you can pour and you can really grab your affirmations out of there. And once you start to do that and you just speak life over yourself, what you see when you speak life out, but, but I'm getting to, oh, I'm getting excited. <laughs> you know how I get now. I'm getting excited. What, what I would say 
is it's important as well that when you are speaking affirmations, biblical, I'm, I'm, I am referring to biblical affirmations when I say affirmations. I'm, I'm, I am referring to specifically biblical ap- affirmations. It's important to say it out loud. You can't be in your head or whispering, I am beautiful, I am fearfully, I am wonderfully made, I'm the head. Who are you convincing? No, 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 no. You need to be bold. You need to be loud. You need to be shouting. You need to be shouting. You, you. This is not no quiet thing. You need to be shouting. And if it's a thing where, because of your living situation, you need to do do your affirmate, sweet life into yourself en route to wherever you're going, do it in the car. Do it in the shower. Do it wherever, but just make sure that you are doing it. You need to speak life over yourself, number one. And if you're in any dead situation, work could be going crazy. Business is going wild. Your husband's acting up. The kids are messing around. Your finances are all over the place. Whatever's happening, whatever situation's going on, speak life into that situation. My finances are blessed. I will prosper financially. My God will give me the wisdom. My finances will be fine. I will be coming out of debt. Speak it speak it and you've got to believe it but obviously I'm going off topic but you know me now I always do it is what it is by episode 11 (laughs) what I would say is just to just to add to that I put an NB next to that a side note which is faith without works is dead so yes we need to speak our affirmations over ourselves and speak life over ourselves and into our situation but if you don't have faith and if you don't mirror that with actions then it's not going to work all of this goes hand in hand it all goes hand in hand and having faith is having faith in the God that we serve and trusting in him so for example let's take the finance situation let's take that as an example your finances are all over the place you've got more outgoings and ingoings You speak life into your situation. Cool. So you're doing that part. Done. And you're being bold about it. Then you need to trust and believe in the God that you're serving. For example, you've spoken life into your finances. Fine. Then the next stage is to believe in the God that we are serving. And it just brings me back to this scripture where it says, For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Now, if you're having issues within your finances and you've done, you're speaking life into your situation call, then you need to trust that what you are reading, and this is why it's vital and pivotal that you are reading the words and meditating on the word, so that you are believing in what God says. Now, how do you know what God's promises is for us if you're not reading your Bible? You can't take another pastor a sermon's word for it. You need to go in that Bible and know it for yourself. So it's important that you are reading the scriptures and you are writing it down and you're asking God to download and dissect the scriptures for you and for you to get a revelation. It's important. So it's And I keep referring back to it, speaking life into your situation. Number two, believing and trusting that God is who he is and he's 
the thing the thing that he has said he will do. He said he will prosper us. He says that he knows the plan he he has for us, plans to prosper us and not to harm us. That's what his words says and you need to believe that for your situation that you are in. And then the third thing is faith without works is dead. So you need to go out. You need to if you're having financial issues then you need to get go you can get a financial assessment and I'm complete. This is completely off topic. This is not what I've got planned to say, by the way. But before I came on today, I asked the Holy Spirit to lead me. So this is what I needed to say today. So go and get yourself a financial advisor. They, If you go to your normal bank, you'll be able to do an assessment for free. Go through your finances. Ask God for wisdom. Do all of that, what you need to do, because that's you acting. That's you working. That's you taking the necessary actions and steps to get your finance in order. And then lastly, related to finance, only for finance, is tithing is important. And if and I'm not going to go into the topic of tithing because that's I will go completely off when this is encouraging words for wives. This is not a biblical finance lesson. So I'm not going to go into it, but research tithing giving your offering and all of that stuff but I'm only saying that because I'm talking about finances and I can't address finances without talking about tithing so I'm going to stop there before I go all the way off and let me get back on track but like I said it's so important that we are speaking lives over ourselves we are speaking lives over our situations and I've used the finance Thing as an example of how to speak life and the and the actions that you need to take to move that forward but then also it's about speaking life over your husband and let's just say your husband isn't a man of God or he doesn't he he's not acting as the head of the home instead of complaining because we're human beings. We have a tendency to complain to other people, especially to other people or our friends, you know, your friends, other people about the situation. We need to be careful about the words that we are using. How are we addressing our husbands, our, sp- our spouses to our friends? So, for example, let's just say your husband isn't acting as the head of the home. He's not acting as a leader for whatever reasons. He's not being the head. He's not being the man of the home. He's not a man of Christ or he's not even prayerful. He's not prayerful. You have to speak life into the situation. You have to. And we also need, you also need to be careful about how you are speaking about the situation. So for example, the wrong thing to do would be, you know, he don't do nothing. He don't do this. He's so stupid. He's so whatless. He's so useless. Those are negative words. Those words carry and you're speaking death into that situation when really, and even when I'm saying this, I am ministering to myself, honestly, because I'm not perfect. I do this sometimes. It just reminds me of today. I was doing some interviews. No, before I'd done the interviews, I said, right, we've got seven candidates. And the person that I was interviewing with said, oh, gosh, I doubt we're going to find anyone from this batch. And I said, nope, 
absolutely not. We will. We will find someone. We've got two positions to fill and we will be filling those positions. By 4.30, we would have found two people. I spoke life into that situation. Done the interviews. What was the outcome? Found two people. And also, we just need to even be careful about the things that we say over ourselves. Sorry, today's episode is very jumbled. I'm so sorry. Usually I have a t- like a script to stick by, but I do have one, but I'm just choosing not to stick to it today. And it just reminds me of how many times do we say things like, I'm so depressed. I'm so overwhelmed. I'm just, I've got anxiety. No, I can't. That gives me anxiety. Why are you speaking that over yourself? No, you do not have anxiety. You are not depressed. No, that's not your portion. And this is where we need to be careful. So I've started to do this where I will say I feel sick because feeling is different to me saying I'm sick. Me saying I'm sick is me claiming that as my identity. That's not your identity. Don't speak that over yourself. You need to speak positive stuff over yourself and life over yourself. And like I said, even with this one with me, it this is a learning process I'm on a journey when it comes to speaking life I've always spoken quite negatively in general so I'm having to change that behavior and as we know I've spoken about it in a previous episode I think it was uh, episode nine where it takes 66 days to create a habit that's just to create a habit then you need to work on sustaining it how many times do you see January the gym's packed January the gym is packed Go there in April, empty, because people have dropped off. <laughs> they can't sustain it. So unless they're intentional. And I think even with all of the topics that I've spoken about and discussed over the last few weeks, it's about being intentional. We have to be so intentional about certain things. It's vital. It really, really is vital. Even when it comes to like your children, you may have like a child and there's I mean in terms of what I see I don't have children yet but what I see especially when there's a family of children and there's more than one there's always that one child that is a yeah that you know that one child that pushes the boundaries I'm gonna say that I'm gonna I'm not gonna label the child I'm gonna say pushes the boundaries and then the parents were like yeah that one they're so rude, you know, they're so rude. He or she doesn't listen. All of these negative words, switch that around. No, my child is inquisitive, fast. <laughs> the child's fast, but yet my child's inquisitive. Speak positive over your child. And I know it's difficult. I'm saying all of this now, but it is really, really difficult. But that's why we have to be intentional. Just be intentional about speaking life into every situation because like the scripture says, there's life and death in the power of the tongue. So we have to be careful about the words that we are speaking and we need to mirror that with having faith. If you are speaking into a dead situation, you can bring that alive. You know, you can definitely bring that alive and turn things around. Absolutely. Like I said, you know, where I was before a few years ago, I was in a very dark place and I had to do this. I had to literally speak life into myself. I had to. 
I had to. Literally, I would do it all the time, every morning, speak it. I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I am beautiful. I am fearfully, wonderfully made. I had to do it with like, just like how we brush our teeth in the morning. I had to do it. That It was one of those things. I couldn't leave my house without doing it. It was fundamental. And I think if there's any woman that's battling with low confidence, low self-esteem, you need to do this. You need to speak life into yourself, number one. And I, I'm really focused on this season about, yes, it, this is encouraging words for wives, but in order for us to be effective wives, we have to work on ourselves first. So you can't be a good wife if you're speaking negatively about your own self because that's just going to pour out into your marriage in terms of what you say to your husband. It's going to, going to pour out to your children, how you address your children, how you speak at work, how you speak within your business. You have to be positive. You have to speak positive words over yourself. I'm not saying for you to be gullible, about certain things I'm saying be intentional about um, just be aware that's the word be aware about the words that you are speaking that's it that's what I wanted to say be aware and even when it comes and I'm going to switch it now back to a marriage like I said just now it is important to speak positive words over your husband if he's not a leader say say the affirmations or pray it you know, he will be a leader. He will be the head and not the tail. He will be above and not beneath. He will lead our family in prayer. He will pr be able to pray over us. He will want and have a hunger for Christ. Speak it. Speak it over him. He doesn't even need to know that you're doing this. This is a you and God thing. You know, you don't need to be broadcasting what you're saying to God about your husband and praying certain things about your husband. That's between you and God. And if God says to reveal it to him, then you obviously be obedient and listen to what God's telling you to do. But this is between you and Christ. It's got nothing to do with your husband. But those things are so important and vital. But like I will always say is we as women have to do the, as wives, we need to do the work on ourselves first. Because you can't be fixing others if you, you can't fix yourself. And again, this is why I'm doing Encouraging Words for Wives. Because I was in a very, and I've told you, I've been very transparent about how I was and the traits that I had before. And God had to bring me to a low, low place in order to like almost slap me up. In order for me to wake up, to build me back up. So I am able to come on here and speak about all of this because this is true. This is what God has shown me. This is what God has revealed to me. This is what God has told me to work on. So everything, every single topic and discussion that we've had over the past couple of weeks, I'm not saying it because, oh yeah, let me just figure out a topic. I'm. This is what God has brought me through. This is what God has told me to do and how he's told me to do it. I wouldn't be here if I hadn't experienced it firsthand. And that's what I'm trying to say. I, I've experienced this firsthand. And I'm still experiencing, especially this topic today. This one is, it's an ongoing one. I think I need to put this on my board at home. 
Right, I have rambled this episode. Oh my God. I wish you could see my notes and then what I've actually said in this episode. I've probably said 10% of what I was meant to say, but it is what it is at this point. It is what it is. It is what it is. (laughs) Completely gone off topic. Well, no, I've stayed on topic. I have stayed on the discussion points. But I've completely gone off in terms of what I originally wanted to cover. But hey, it is what it is. So I do have some small tips this week. And they are in no particular order. (laughs) One, let me be serious now. So be careful how you speak about yourself. It's very important. And I've said it before. It's so important to speak life over yourself be careful how you're speaking about your husband don't slag him off to your friends or your family and try not to vent or be or we're human we we need to vent be careful how you're venting us ladies we when we get together we love to talk about how our husbands haven't picked up us their socks off the floor but be careful not to slag him off and use things like, he's so lazy, he stinks, he's useless. Let's not use those type of words. Because speaking and like joking about saying, my husband doesn't pick up his socks off the floor either. That's fine. But to say, yeah, he stinks, he's just useless, he's a joke. Or like, what? That's, no, no, no. That's disrespectful. So again, it's being mindful because we do not want to be a detriment to his character and number three is words are so powerful as we know just to touch upon this point actually let's just say your husband doesn't do any housework like he doesn't do anything around the house go to god about it like i'm sure we're 11 episodes in now so i'm sure you've got the gist and you've got the point Go to God about it. Pray about it. Speak it out. He will be helpful. He will use his initiative. He will see things that are out of place and put them back in its place. Pray about it. Speak life into that situation. And a lot of our problems are, and when I think about it, a lot of our problems are arising because we're not praying enough. Instead, we go to other people to complain about it. In a nutshell, we need to speak life over ourselves, life over our husbands and life into any dead situation. We need to be intentional because our words are very powerful. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I have literally gone (laughs) way off. (laughs) Completely unusual for me, but... Like I said, I did pray about it and I believe that this is what God wanted me to say rather than what I had originally prepared. So have a good week and I'll see you next week. If you also have any suggestions or ideas that you would like to see featured on the podcast, I welcome your input. Please send this to info at encouragingwordsforwives.com. Let's keep the conversation going and connect with me on all social media platforms. You can find me on Instagram, I'm on TikTok and on Twitter. Be sure to go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify and wherever else you are listening to your podcast. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. 
I'm excited. I'm so excited for this journey. And I really pray that you all have a blessed week and take care.